Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech Tzivamas Perek Tazayin Mishnah Beis and the Mishnah Gimel. We learned previously that a woman is not allowed to remarry based off the testimony of her sister-in-law, as the, uh, that is, the wife of her husband's brother. Because sister-in-laws often hate each other, we can suspect that maybe they're lying to cause the other one to marry unlawfully and cause harm in that way. For that reason, a woman cannot marry, uh, cannot excuse me, become free of her yibum bond based on the testimony of her sister, sister-in-law as well. If her sister-in-law says, uh, you know, the, 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 my husband. Uh, so let's say, uh, give a case here. We'll, we'll see the case in the Mishnah, but let's say a sister-in-law effectively says the person you were supposed to marry as a Yibam, who do Yibam with, died. We're not going to believe that woman. Okay, so here's the case. You have two sister-in-laws. Again, they're wives of two brothers. Um, they come from overseas. Each one says, our husbands died, and they died childless. So, again, respectively, my husband died, and the other one said, my husband died. So, they're actually also to get married. Why? Because although they're believed to say their own husband died, they're not believed on the, to, um, enough that it's going to cause the other sister-in-law to... Do yibum again? They're only believed for their own status, but not for their sister-in-law status, and therefore they're now they're each stuck because they have to assume from the perspective of their yibum sake the yib, the yibum still alive, whereas from the perspective of their own husband, their husband is dead. Again, two two sister-in-laws married to brothers, although they're believed to say their husband died, it's not enough of a nemunas to believe that their husband died so much so that the other sister is now going to, is, doesn't have to perform yibum again because they're only, they're only believed for themselves, they're not believed in regards to their sister-in-law. Okay. Let's move on. Um, what happens if Lazu Adam, Lazu ain't Adam? If one of the one of the, the two sister two okay, two sister in laws, one of them says my husband died, whereas the other one have two two witnesses that say this man died. Well, very quickly, Lo Adam Asura, the one who um, who the witnesses said her husband died, she's forbidden to remarry. Because although we know her husband's dead, there are no witnesses that her Yavim died, and therefore we have to assume her Yavim is still alive, even though the, her the Yavim's hu- wife is saying he's died. Because again, we don't believe the Yavim. Whereas but the one who has no witnesses is permitted to remarry. Why is she permitted to remarry? Because we have witnesses saying that her Yavim died. And we believe her to say that her own husband died. Again, the operative principle is that a woman is only believed by her own husband and not believed by her own husband when it affects, in, in the part of it that affects her uh, co- or her sister-in-law. Call it, you can call it Palgina Dibura. We split her words. We believe her enough for her own, regarding herself, but not as regards to other other people. Okay. What if there are no witnesses? Lazu Bunam, Lazu ain't One of them has children, one does not have children. SGH Lazu Bunam, Mutaris. The one who has children is permitted to remarry. Why? Because she's saying my husband died, and she has children, so there's no Yibam involved. That's Jane Lazu Asura. The one who has no children is forbidden to remarry because she's subject to Yibam. This Yamu. What happens if both the women, now let's assume they're a, lot, a big family, there's four brothers, two of them are married to these to these women, both of them die, and then these women go ahead and marry, do Yibam, excuse me, perform Yibam with the other two brothers. Umezi Yav and then these brothers die. Asuli and Asana, now their women are forbidden to, to marry. Why are they forbidden to marry? Because now we're back to the original problem. The woman, the, the, the fact that the, their husbands are dead is only works, we only believe their husbands are dead, husbands are dead uh, as re- in regards to them, but not in regards to their co-wife. But Rabbi Lezer Amar, no, this case is different. The Lezer says, one minute, one minute, one minute. There's a difference between the first case and the second case. In the first case, we have two 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 men who we, we can't believe that the men are dead in regards to the sister-in-law, but we can believe in regards to the sister as a special leniency. That's the operative principle again. But in the second case, once we are going to believe, again, once we're going to believe this woman, her husband's dead, 
So much so we're going to allow her to do Yibam with another brother, a totally different brother, right? The uh, brother who was home the whole time, who stayed inside the whole time. So once she's permitted to marry that brother, so now she's permitted to marry anyone else. Meaning to say that we can't go down this route of Palkin and Dibura, that we're only going to believe her to say that her husband's dead, but no one else is dead, if we're going to believe her for, for uh, a third brother. So once we believe her third brother, we believe her for everyone else, and then she's permitted to marry anyone. Okay. Mishnah Gimel begins a new discussion, and this is, unfortunately has become very, tragically very relevant in the last few months, and it has to do with how to identify body, a body, a corpse, especially once it begins to decompose. Again, we're not going to discuss halacha and ma'isa. Obviously, it's much more complicated. But the Mishnah is simply stating, st- stating, we can only identify a corpse if we have the form of the face, as in the, both the cheekbones, the forehead, with the nose. But if you're missing one of those identifying features, even if there are identifying marks on his body, some sort of mole on the body or clothes, we're not going to... Um, take the, the, the testimony of a witness saying they recognize this corpse, again, because perhaps they're mixing it up and the woman's not permitted to remarry. Again, the halach is very far from this Mishnah, but this is just the starting point. Even in Allah next, we can only believe the witnesses say, we saw the person die. Meaning, even they say they saw he was severed by a sword, he was hanging from a gallow, or that a wild beast was eating him, if they did not see him die, we cannot allow his wife to remarry, because there is a possibility that he was saved. We can only believe if they said we saw the corpse, it was within three days of its demise. But afterwards, perhaps it's so decomposed, that they're, 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 they think they recognize him, but it's someone else. Very important. That you can't have hard rules when it comes to the, you know the, the science here. Some people decompose faster than others at different rates, and therefore it's going to depend on the appearance of the corpse rather than on a set three days. I wish you all a wonderful day.